Hello and welcome back to 2020 Vision, a podcast about politics, primaries, but as we said before, for the next few months, it'll just be about primaries. I'm your host, Arya Tusi, and today we have guest host... Aiden Hoffman. Repeat guest host, <laughs> Aiden Hoffman. Um, so, it is currently Sunday at 10.44 a.m., and we're going to take a look at the South Carolina results. All right, let's see. We got Joe Biden. We got 100% reporting, first of all. Joe Biden, 33 delegates, 48% of the vote. Bernie, 11 delegates, 19% of the vote. I'm sorry, 19.9, so 20% of the vote. Everyone else, zero, and they don't matter. Interestingly enough, Tom Steyer actually came in third in terms of, like, vote count at 11, but he dropped out yesterday. Yeah. I thought maybe if he got second Mm -hmm. or third, potentially he would consider staying Mm -hmm. uh, in the race, but I don't find it as surprising, seeing, especially as he didn't get any delegates, that he... He is done. Um, he and was polling, I believe, second not long ago in South Carolina. Oh, really? Um, and so that he, his polling numbers in South Carolina have been good in comparison to the other states that have had contests thus far. And so it's certainly a poor performance or not poor. He did, he I mean, did this is markedly, the best he's done so far. He did markedly better than he has so far. Yeah. But Poor in that it doesn't achieve the goal. He has not. Yeah. He didn't get any delegates, which yeah. means he's not going. He's not any closer to the president. And this is not not. This is yeah his best showing yet. But it's like it doesn't make up for everything else. Exactly. Now, in terms of Biden, do you think this is resuscitating a dying campaign, or do you think it's just it's not going to help? Well, as his whole uh, speech afterwards last night, he said. I didn't watch it. What did he say? He said. Uh, this campaign is very much alive. <laughs> so, oh, okay. <laughs> what do you think? Well, I mean, I think this definitely signals that Joe Biden might be the moderate contender to Bernie Sanders or in this primary because I think so. Because Mike Bloomberg has not he might come forward in the in, in Super, Super Tuesday. Tuesday. He hasn't been on the ballot yet, but his debate performance has not been uh superb. Mm-hmm. Um and he he just hasn't been he doesn't have the momentum going forward. Bloomberg. Um Bloomberg. Hmm. Um Mayor Buttigieg, he also was at in the beginning states in Iowa, winning Iowa. He was yep. seen as, oh, is he going to be the the sort of moderate contender to yeah. the more progressive uh, Bernie Sanders? But yeah. he he won Iowa, yes, but he lost the popular vote in Iowa, and he only won his his delegate. He only had two, what two more delegates than. Uh, in, in Iowa? Yeah, it was yeah. close. It was so close. it's the first substantial loss for the Sanders campaign of this primary season. I um, mean... And I think... So I don't, I don't... I wouldn't really consider this like a serious loss to them because it, looking at polling, like what I was what I was going to say about Biden is that, yeah, he won by a lot in South Carolina, but he was projected to win by a lot in South Carolina. I wouldn't say that this is exceeding expectations. I, I fully expected him to win South Carolina. Um, I don't think he has the momentum to keep it going. We'll see on Super Tuesday. I mean, we'll know by two, by like Wednesday morning who's going to be, because the thing with the with the moderate vote that you were saying, the progressive vote has pretty much coalesced around Bernie at this point. Warren doesn't have a path to victory unless he has another heart attack. Oh um, my god! Which is, I mean, like that's true. Like he's a if he's a seventy seven year old man who's had two heart attacks in a few months, he would have to drop out a for the sake of the country and b for his own health. 
Um, he's in a high pressure environment. He's at risk, you know. Um, her people have have gone to Sanders, I think. Um, maybe a little bit to Klobuchar, but mostly to Sanders. Yang's people, I think, have also gone to, to Sanders. I would not be surprised if he did endorse Bernie. Following his social media and seeing what he's been saying, it seems like he's a big Bernie supporter. And he did, even in the debates, he did bring that up as like a, an inspiration. And I think a lot of the people that were drawn to the Yang campaign were drawn to it for the same reasons that people were drawn to the Bernie campaign. For the centrist vote, we have, it was either going to go around Buttigieg or around Biden. And at this point, I don't think we can tell. I think Biden has the advantage over Buttigieg. But I don't think we can tell, especially with the wild card of Bloomberg. I think the more moderate wing of the party is very splintered at the moment between all of the different options. Um, obviously, that's all speculation. There's no way to know who would win in a certain circumstance. But um, Bernie Sanders won New Hampshire and by uh, considerably. But a lot. Yeah, yeah he, he can, swept he, up. Yeah, uh, but, and, and Nevada. But He swept up in Nevada real hard. If you looked at the, the results of the more moderate candidates, mm -hmm. if you added them together, they would be higher than his, which that's assuming that Klobuchar voters would choose as their second choice to be either uh, of the others. That's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. assuming Biden yeah. voters, the same thing, yeah. same thing with Buttigieg voters. So that's which might not be true because Bernie Sanders actually happens to be a majority of people's second choice candidate. So it's impossible to know, but it, it definitely seems as if his campaign has attracted a base that is staying with him, mm -hmm. whereas a lot of the other campaigns bases appear to be more flexible. Oh, yes, for sure. I think so. I, I definitely think that's true. And that's why we haven't gotten a clear answer yet. Yeah. Whenever earlier, whenever I said uh, the the to, that South Carolina was the first loss for the Sanders campaign, mm -hmm. I wasn't. In, I wasn't saying that it was a loss, but it's the first time that you can clearly see someone else won. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that does give Biden some momentum. He posted on Twitter this morning that his campaign raised $5 million just yesterday, um, which obviously there have been campaigns that have boasted higher numbers. Yeah. Um, but that's that's substantial for him. And so that might indicate that people are starting to see a resurgence his whole thing was i am the candidate that people view that can be donald trump mm -hmm. i am the one that can run against trump in the general election and win yeah and i think that in order to see somebody as the person that can beat trump they have to see you as somebody who can beat the other democrats yeah and that's not happening and i think yesterday was the first time people got it into their heads that he is capable of winning. I don't think so. That was the first time Joe Biden has won in all of the times he's won for pres run for president. Yeah. That's the first time that he's he won, won any state. election. Right. But that is that's, that's not, not that's not a good track record. But that's not that's hard to do. That's yeah, sure. But it's not a good especially when you're Joe Biden. Like he's not some nobody. You know, he's not that's like true. Mayor Pete. You know, he was vice president. He was a he was a an institution in the Democratic Party for a very long time. He's he has a lot of, you know, sway in the party. He's been a senator for ages. Well, yeah, but and he was he, VP. I definitely think that he is 
in the other states, he did not perform nearly as well as people expected him to. And I thought, I think that hurt his campaign. South Carolina is sort of a bright light mm-hmm. for his campaign. Yes, that's but, what he was banking on. But oh, he was banking on it hard. Yeah. In the debate, he said, yeah. he asked the question, well, will you he... drop out if you don't win South Carolina? I will win South Carolina. Well, he well, said, because, you know, he was saying in the debates before, he was saying, you know, I'm the electability candidate, vote for me. Uh, also, I've lost the last two primaries, but still I'm the electability guy, you know. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, this goes back to like I was I've been saying this since the beginning of like the, the debate season in the first like five debates. Biden seemed very unprepared. Yes. Which was surprising because he was the front runner in polling for a very long time. And if you're the front runner and you know you're going to be the front runner, which he did, mm-hmm. you should expect these questions that he was getting. And, you know, when when Warren was attacking him, when Harris was attacking him, he seemed totally unprepared for any of their questions. And I think it came back to the same problem that um, kind of I I think one of the big problems that lost Clinton in the election in 2016 was arrogance. I think the Biden campaign was like at the beginning had an assumption that they were going to win, which is why he seemed so unprepared for the debates and why he seemed so unprepared for winning early states. That is interesting. I I don't know if it necessarily was arrogance. I do think that I agree with you that he did seem uh, markedly different at the beginning of Mm -hmm. the campaign season because the first couple debates, if his debate performance in the past few debates has been so much better than how he started. It's it's, oh my yes than how he started. He and I think that if he had performed in the first debates as he has these past debates. That as well, yeah. I think his campaign would be in a different place than it is right oh, yeah. now because a lot of the criticism that is coming from him is people are like, "Well, is he even capable of handling this kind of stuff?" And How the criticism he... is stronger when you're in when you're ahead because there are higher standards on you. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, going back to like the the being able to beat Donald Trump thing, um, and like take him on in a debate in the way that Trump we've discussed this on the show before as well, but like in the way that Trump debates, he's very like aggressive in a very mm-hmm. like lizard brain macho way do you the, remember the debate the, the vp debate with with uh paul ryan and joe biden i do not you don't i remember okay. the whole uh bayonets and uh, okay so here's here's what happened it was basically it looked like if you were watching this it felt like joe biden was someone's disappointed dad or grandfather like paul ryan's disappointed dad like scolding him and like treating him like a kid and it was it was like at the time, back when like political decorum still existed, people were like, oh, my God, Biden was so disrespectful. Like he treated him like like he was a, like a kid. Ryan was flustered. He couldn't he couldn't deal with it. He didn't know what to do. And that's the kind of energy he needs to bring to a debate with Trump that will like he like Trump will respond badly to that. Respond like a kid because he's a kid at heart. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people don't remember that. And I have not seen that energy from Biden in any of these debates. But also, you know, these are his friends. These are his own party. Yeah, I think I think that some of that has to do uh, with the fact that he is running against Democrats. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think that his debate performance improvements have been because he's not the front runner right now, or mm-hmm. is not perceived as the front runner. So the attacks are not directed mm-hmm. at him. So he doesn't have to. Well, I, I would still say he's perceived as one of the front runners. But yes, just yes, not yes, the but, front runner. Yeah, yeah. But um, I mean, his whole campaign, his. Whenever his whole campaign is, we're going to beat Trump. Yeah, he sends out stickers, and we're going to beat Trump like a drum. Or he has that quote, but it doesn't mean that it's respectable or good in the way that Trump debates it anyway. But he 
he takes a very aggressive like I'm just this is this is like oh yeah yeah like like brainless (laughs) like brainless (laughs) It, it would his debate performance is very toxic masculinity <laughs> that that's the word i was looking for that's what i was looking for in 2016 the trump versus clinton debates yes i watching them myself yeah i personally yep. thought that hillary clinton had won if each you, of the debates if you listen to what they said there is no doubt that clinton was winning the debate. but i have talked to people that are like that keep up with politics very yeah. frequently that like listen that said I think it was the second or the third they were like oh no I think I think Trump won because the, winning the debate isn't about the arguments it's, it's about a, the perception and the TV thing and Trump's a TV guy you know he's a TV guy he knows how to make entertainment it was the it was the one where he was following her around on the stage yes Every, like the, and they were like he, Miliana, he really had her on the ropes Miliana in in a previous episode described it as like a shark that was about mm-hmm. to attack her because that's what that's the the lizard brain thing that it's that it's appealing brain. to like the 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 whole like like the person the, the low the low information voter who's watching the debate who doesn't know what all these policy terms mean that Clinton is saying these big politician words is going to respond more to the, to to what Trump was doing. Well, I don't I don't think that I don't think that that necessarily means uh like they just a voter doesn't necessarily not just not understand what Clinton no, is no, saying. No, they but, might disagree with what she's no, saying. No, but a lot of might, a lot of people don't. One of the failings of the Clinton campaign was uh Obviously, she didn't go to several states, and yeah. she as- sort of assumed that she would win yeah. those states. And I think that voters in that those states would have preferred a more direct appeal to them. Yes. Um, like, who expected they would lose Pennsylvania? I definitely didn't, being from Pennsylvania. Yeah, and was... you're from western Pennsylvania, yeah. <laughs> the part of Pennsylvania that, that, that gave Trump the state. You I, know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I was not expecting it, but at the same time, I also wasn't not expecting it. If okay, you know okay, what I mean. Okay. Like, but that that election was different for a number of reasons. Yeah, and I think that unfortunately uh, for the Democratic Party at the time, I think Hillary Clinton was an incredibly unpopular uh, candidate with a lot of people that may not have voted for her anyway. But yeah, they it may have inspired them to vote in a certain way. There was a sociologist who came up with a a sh- like a test for for predicting who would win the presidential race and it has been accurate every time since it has been created and policy is not one of the things on the test interesting but it goes back to the entertainment thing because clinton is dry and people don't like her it is important to not fall into the trap of uh rural america or like working class america is dumb and doesn't understand policy and doesn't care about policy because i think that's part of why democrats no that's true that's true that's true because of this mentality the 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 perception of that they because people care they do it's not that they don't care i think there are different ways that people uh think that they can solve the solution or solve the solution i think there are different ways that people can perceive a problem to be fixed it at this point it probably is boiling down more to the increase in partisanship than it is Mm -hmm. to a lack of understanding of policy or even a uh 
dislike of, of other candidates because I do think largely elections appear to be turnout races mm-hmm. where oh yeah people who are going to vote for uh, Hillary Clinton were probably not going to vote for Donald Trump and yeah. people who are going to vote for Donald Trump are probably not going to vote for Hillary Clinton no. because they go in and they check the R box or the D box and then they walk out. I don't think elections at this point are Republicans in Western Pennsylvania don't don't understand policy, so they do, won't vote for Hillary Clinton. I think that I don't. They, think, I don't. Th- I'm not saying that people don't understand policy. I just don't think it's as big of a deal as as people who are into policy think it is. I that's. I mean, that's probably true. People like, who people who are into. Policy, I'm into policy, the, yeah, right? Like it's my. It's the only thing that I vote you on. You think about that? Yeah, entirely. Well, yeah. Some people value electability or compassion, right? Or um, honesty, right? Or you know what I mean? Like this yeah. is something that I don't think about. You don't consider those because traits. until I have to, like outside of my own. Is that home. kind of like one of those robot president? Would you vote for a robot president if it could generate the perfect policy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> why not? <laughs> Fair. Well, the problem with it, with it, with that is that a lot of being the president is is working with all the other politicians that a robot can't do that. Yeah. To get back to the current election, yes. <laughs> instead of spending all this time talking about 2016, still. Democrats in particular, because they're the ones with the primary, their candidate needs to be somebody that gets people to come vote. Yeah. For them. Well, when turnout is higher historically, Democrats almost always win. Um, But one like one last thing about the debate, the one before South Carolina, mm-hmm. um, there was a claim that Biden made just to, like wrap it up. There's, I wanted to say this it was about the, the covid-19 virus, the coronavirus. Uh, Biden made a claim that the Trump administration had been defunding the CDC. And I thought, okay, this sounds kind of sus because, like, it's the kind of thing that a politician would say at a debate that's technically true, but it's, like, kind of a stretch, right? Mm-hmm. So I looked it up. And it turns out it's actually true. There's guys, um, Timothy Zemer and Tom Bossert, um, one's an admiral. Um, they were working on a pandemic and biodefense team at CDC. John Bolton fired Bossert and disbanded the team. That was like specifically working on pandemic prevention. Yeah, uh, Zemer was at uh, USAID, the United States Agency for International Development. Agency. Yeah, so he's at USAID, but he's not in the same capacity and is not in pandemic prevention. So part of why we seem so unprepared for this and why Trump's being so infuriatingly dismissive about the coronavirus, it's probably because he had a hand in it being a problem. I don't. I don't know that we can say he had a hand in it being well, a problem. I definitely if think you, if you if you disband the team at CDC that's specifically working on pandemic prevention, and then two years later there's a risk of a pandemic, yes. I think you might have something to do with it. Yes, but not I on know. purpose, of course. Yeah, but like, I, yeah, I think that it was, was bad foresight. That, you know, it's not. It, it's. I definitely think that this. <laughs> if he, I definitely think he is trying to play it down for election reasons. Obviously. Oh yeah, and, and one thing, as I was saying before about the the guy who made the the test for predicting the president. The, one of the biggest indicators of economic performance, specifically stock market performance. The fact there was a huge stock market crash just now is not going to help Trump. That's interesting to hear. Yeah. That's for sure. Anyway, you've been listening to 2020 Vision on WNYU.org, streaming worldwide. I'm your host, Aria Tusi, with returning guest, Aiden Hoffman. And uh, stay tuned after this for Line to Line for some sports talk. We'll see you next week. <laughs>